being that there are definitely a numerous amount of uh, parallels that the movie has that, you know, runs with real life, I would ask how important is black art to our community? But I'm asking that because I have this notion that to some degree, black art serves as a pacifier to our problems. Like we look at black art and think that, you know, or certain instances of black art and think that because it's for us and it's by us, that it's inspiring on one end, but our problems still exist in the same sense. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Like we think that because we have, you know, black actors that are starring in movies that don't normally star in movies and you know we have movies that are made by us that you know reflect black culture and things like that movies that kind of empower us in that sense you know what i mean like how it was when the first one came out mm-hmm. how it gave that sense of unity mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that we all have something that we can look to that's ours mm-hmm. right but i feel like that kind of serves as a pacifier or not a pacifier, but it serves as a veil because there's no real solution to the issues that we face on a day-to-day basis. Like black art is inspiring one, but I don't think we look past it. If that makes sense. Kind of to say that all the elements in the movie and this one specifically like, for example, when Okoye gave her monologue, when she was just like, or no, not, she didn't say it, but one of the guys outside councilmen people they were just like i wouldn't be so quick to you know denounce her or whatever because she put a spear to her own husband Husband. right yeah yeah right so how that metaphorically relates to our reality is just like in order for us to progress we kind of have to let go of a lot of those self-serving ideologies because if we're going to achieve anything as a community whether it be ownership whether it be socioeconomic power it has to be as a community you know what i'm saying so we can't go out and see black panther and come back home and still do the same thing and expect a different result like black art is great at inspiring but there has to be a follow-up to the inspiration So in terms of how important black art is to our community, it'll be the pilot for the flame, but in order to keep the flame alive, like we got to take these messages that we're getting from, you know, these different artists and different instances of black art, whether it be Black Panther, whether it be Beyonce at Homecoming, you know, stuff like that. Just taking those instances and using those as pillars to say, we don't have anything anywhere else ownership wise. Right. But when it comes to art, we take that very seriously. So when it comes to, you know, looking at the art that we create, why not use that as the like, yo, you know, like Ryan Cooler and the whole Black Panther setup, like you said, where my people want for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like we are the most capable, you know what I'm saying? But yet we're treated and act like the inferior 
and we have all of the information in front of us, all access to the information in front of us, but the willingness to do so is uh, diminished by these self-serving tropes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, where does that line get blurred? Well, people are afraid to lose. So everybody's not going to put the spear to their husband's neck, figuratively speaking. You know what I'm saying? For it's like, yo, this person is not in alignment with the greater cause. What you're doing, granted, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are my significant other. You are literally destroying, you know what I'm saying, the future of our people. And I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will kill you for that. People, everybody's not willing to do that. And just to kind of, I guess, translate that into today in, in what's happening now. Just taking like my son, for example. So he burned all his nights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it even though most people are gonna look at it and be like, I probably last week, I would have been like, Yes, nigga, they already got my money and keep it. Like you're bugging. But he did make good points in it, but he was just like, Yeah, everybody doesn't have to do this because everybody's not in the position to do this. However, it's more than just you know, I'm not going to wear it or I'm not going to buy it. He was just like, got to get rid of it. Like, I got to remove this to make room, you know what I'm saying? In this case, for Black designers, Black art, you know what I'm saying? For Black excellence to come forth, like, they need to realize, like, bro, I'm not even going to give these away to people. I'm going to burn it. Like, I don't care that you already got the money. There's no room for anything that is opposing or trying to oppress me or treat me unfairly or whatever the credit or whatever it might be so today when I thought about it when I saw it I was just like not burning mine however it makes perfect sense so like what I've been doing for like the last few years it's kind of just been like for like the last maybe two years and this is no ill will or disrespect to anybody but I've been on like the yeah, if you mistreat black people publicly or privately or whatever, whether it's to me personally or if I see it, hear it or whatever, like you lose my business ASAP. I'm not even going back and forth with it. I'm not looking for an apology. So I think it probably started for me in 2019 with, um, no, 20, maybe 2019, 2020 with H&M in that first, when I actually became conscious enough and just aware of it and started paying attention to it. I was just like, yeah, nah, H&M with all this monkey in the jungle stuff, a bad move, y'all are cut. Like, I don't even know if I still have, I definitely don't have the shoes and stuff that I bought there. Other stuff, I'm pretty sure I probably might have it, but I don't wear it. So it's just like, whatever. Then like Chinese food and all the other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Seen too many videos, too many experiences personally, where it was just like, yeah, nah, y'all can't get my business. I'm off that, moving on to the next. Like, it's just like, I'm, I find myself more so just being intentional, like, yo, where is a place where I can go where it's like Black-owned nail salon or Black-owned foods or Black-owned sneakers, like just taking stuff, writing it down, just or liking the page, saving pages of just like, yo, Black-owned sneakers, Black-owned clothes, Black-owned food, Black-owned whatever. Like, most of the places I order food from come from Black-owned business. Like, I just, I'm trying to be as intentional as I can as I can be, but again, 
if it came to the point where it was just like, are you willing to put the sword to, you know what I'm saying, to the neck of some of, of the thing that is significant to you for the greater good, i.e. Kyrie Irving, can you do it? You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just trying to take steps to get to that because obviously everybody's not going to be able to do that right at the beginning. So I think just kind of just the journey, you know what I'm saying, that just taking steps each day to do that. I mean, that's where we got to start. So I'm trying, people. I'm trying. And trying trying is uh, the first step, obviously. Sure. But I, I definitely think that when it comes to us, even before we even get to others, meaning anybody that's outside of Black people, how we treat each other and how we deal with each other is the first step. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that we just bury PNB Rock. We just bury <clears throat> Takeoff, Shanquilla Robinson, a severed spine and a broken neck and you vacationing in, in Cabo with your friends. And then you come back and you tell your friend's parents, oh, she had, she died of alcohol poisoning. And you left her body there for the housekeeper to find. We have to be accountable for the things that we do. We're recording our friend getting beat down. This butt ass naked. It was very weird. It's mortifying. And there's something that is missing from our souls. It's almost like a soulless culture where you can do stuff like this and and not have any remorse. Like one of the, one of her friends actually visited the mother three times before they knew that the mother already seen video of what actually happened to the daughter. And they visited the mother making it seem like, oh, you know, she alcohol poisoning. Knowing that you lying. There's something mentally and spiritually void if you're doing stuff like this and thinking that it's okay and this is supposed to be your friend and this is something that we as a people this is this child was 25 years old and i'm not making it a generational thing chris at all but takeoff was 28. pnb rock was how old right there probably 30. At least, at least 30, I would think. We have to, we, like G Money said in New Jack City, and I know he the last one I need to be quoting because Nino killed him. But we all we got. We are all we got. And even though Wakanda is not a real place and the, the art is something that we cling to, but art should imitate life and that we should we should imitate that art and not imitate the the life that y'all portraying that you have on a song that you really don't have you understand what i'm saying when there's certain rappers now that are saying you know what i'm no longer going to rap about certain imagery and certain things in my music because i don't want to put that forward like, I love Joey Badass. 
because of the um, um, Winston Duke, MSC. Word? Yes. I think you told me that. Miss, me that. Yeah, I think you did tell me that. Yeah. Look, everybody come from Brooklyn. Everybody come from my school in Brooklyn. Yeah, hey. But um, when when you know better, you do better. I I like you know the whole Carisha please thing and the, but you you putting out an image, an imagery that is not sustainable mm-hmm. over a, a course of time. The Glorilla and like, that's not sustainable over a course of time. Like it's good for the now, the lotto. That's not sustainable over a course of time. Right now it's good because it's selling, but we also have to, it, go, it, it's, it goes to us holding each other accountable. If we're not buying the, that music, if we're not allowing the kids to listen to that music, then they're no longer profiting off of the music. The record companies are no longer profiting off of that type of music. We got to get to a point where they're no longer able to push what we listen to, to push what we watch. You understand what I'm saying? It starts with us. And the, the that Shane Quiller thing, that joint blew my mind. That joint literally blew my, and I'm still fuming over it because her friends, it was her friends that were with her. These weren't like, these were her college friends that she was with. And if these are your friends and they doing that to you and you end up dead, come on. Takeoff wasn't even a part of the argument. He was in the back mind of his business. PNB was just trying to get some chicken and waffles. Like we gotta do better. I think my issue with it is one, I think there is that whole idea of like people beyond that, like, yo, we gotta defend that grand life that we put up there. You know what I'm saying? Like you've been faking it so long that now it's just like You gotta commit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like commit to it. I'm saying we waste deep now. And then I think for me, the problem is what I don't like about those people who act like that. It's just like, yo, y'all be real quick to wild up on other people. But where y'all niggas is at when it's police and government issues and stuff like that? That's my thing. Like y'all niggas be on the sidewalk with everybody else. Why you wasn't wilding up like that when they that was, was out That here? was a Ross lyric because he was like... um what happened to the gang banging when what's the name got shot by the cops or something like that? It was a raw slur. It was like all the gang banging stopped when, you know, the police do it. There, I don't know how many, I can't remember how many people she went on the trip with, but it was the chick that she was fighting. Mm-hmm. And you the heard dude the dude holding in the, the camera. Yo, fight, fight back, Quilla. At least fight but to do me, something, it's like, Quilla. I don't, that's the part that I don't really get. Cause I, just watching i was just like why are you encouraging them to fight like nigga i'm on vacation so like i'm looking at it like you in cabo like yo like, what are we doing right now like yeah like yo, you go your way you cool off and go your way we about to chill so like anybody in here fighting like why are we recording this like what are we doing right now like to me it's just like you look stupid like y'all niggas look mad ignorant. Like it's just like I don't understand. 
Like you're letting them fight, watching them fight. Clearly, I don't know if you got any skin in the game because you're telling her to fight back. So it's just like, so you're going to encourage it, film it, and do nothing. And then that person ends up dead. Right. All right, well. And then clearly you lie. You, you all, you all take a plane back to North Carolina. And y'all all huddled like this is the plan. She died from alcohol poisoning. Even though they can do autopsies and find out. Like you dumb niggas. It was already bad before, but especially now we can't afford to be doing stuff like this. Especially because we're constantly being shown like that these other communities, and I won't name drop, obviously, but when, and obviously I'm speaking to the people who have the opportunities and wherewithal to make changes lifestyle-wise, because obviously we know that there are people who are, you know, undergoing certain, certain circumstances that don't allow them to make certain stances. That makes sense, right? So I'm not speaking to those people, obviously, but when it comes to, let's say, for example, corporate America, nobody's telling you to quit your job, but just in terms of having the mental awareness to see what's going on in the media, to know that these communities are not being subtle anymore. Like if you step out of line, they have no problem taking you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that they may quote unquote have given you. So it's this rhetoric of you do what we expect you to do or else. I didn't see not a, a post or a news news article showing anything about Kyrie giving $65,000 towards her services towards Shanquilla Robinson's funeral services and um, him donating that 65,000 helped her legal fees and expenses. And it actually helped bring light to her case and it helped raise over $300,000 because he gave that um, 65,000. Nobody saying nothing about Kyrie now. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody publicized that. It's an agenda, man. But if we ain't gonna support our own, we out of luck. It is. It's. It. It took four hundred years to over four hundred years to condition us to be like this. That's a long time. So it's gonna take probably another. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say for another four hundred, cause God knows. You know, because at least I wouldn't even say that because that was happening pre-internet. Yeah. How quick it takes to move a herd with just a post now is so ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm saying now if we could all just get that same algorithm, if we could all just get that same algorithm, if we could all just move on that one algorithm. We would be a bad mamma jamma. I'm telling you. If we can just all get on that same, how, Chris? How you program that algorithm? Pro, program, <laughs> program that algorithm, Chris. Program that algorithm. How you do that? How you do that?
Get get with some of your tech buddies and program that algorithm. My tech buddies. <laughs> get, mm. get get with some of your tech peoples. Figure out how to program the algorithm. That's what we got to do. It's so deeply psychological, man. It's disgusting. It's going to take a lot of just eliciting all that toxicity psych- psychologically. Like like you said, it's been, I mean, with the internet, probably like a decade's worth of just. No, it took 400 years. It's, it's, it's ingrained in our DNA. It's interwoven into our molecules, into the fabric of our of skin, into everything. It is in us. But it ain't got to stay there. Because the same way you got these mofos out here talking about, oh, you can't, uh, the critical race theory, and 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 you got Jewish space lasers. Um, the same way they could come up with that stuff, and they can QAnon and and all of that stuff that they be doing is the same way we can come up with stuff. Kanye West said three things. All of us had Nazi sympathizers on his side. Nazi sympathizers is crazy. Like sympathetic of the Nazis. Yes. Talking about we side with you, Kanye. Yes. No other community has to deal with this. They wouldn't have to because no other community really had to experience what we experienced either. Yet we're still up in the air about specific laws being passed and reparations being passed just for us there should not even be a discussion there should not even be any we don't got to research nothing there's nothing to research i said in the last show y'all didn't go over to africa and say who wants to come over (laughs) y'all want to come over and, and do work over here which group you said we want Africans. Get on the boat. Ain't nobody ask. Ain't nobody say which group. It was Africans. So all them Africans, descendants of slaves that are here, you ain't got to instruct us. You ain't got to do no, no research. You ain't got to have no study groups, nothing. When they got the boat, they didn't give us a chance to ask who all over there. <laughs> we, listen, they listen. Y'all know what y'all did, and y'all know what y'all still doing. I don't want to hear nothing about Ukraine. I don't want to hear nothing about right. no other group. I don't want to hear nothing. We have literally been sitting there like Sealy in the color purple, waiting for mail from Nettie. Asking anything come for me? <laughs> Stimulus checks. Every year, anything come for me? Every year, y'all promised promised us forty acres in a mule. Didn't get that. I got a dog. 
tell you something. Y'all still got people over here that literally stole land from our ancestors. That their family are, are now living off the fruits of the land that your family stole. And then the people that they stole the land from are in poverty and squalor. And yet we still out here talking about vote blue or uh, let's vote so-and-so in. You better vote. You better vote. If y'all don't get, get it all the way together. Let me tell you something. Cause you ain't gonna you ain't gonna be able to do this bus for so long. Let me tell you something. We tired. I mean, don't get me wrong, I voted, but to have the expectation that a system that wasn't built for you, that didn't have you in mind, having that, like expecting that to be your saving grace, it's kind of ridiculous. I think it's it sounds crazy because people <clears throat> push the voting agenda, if you will kind of like as a solo act or a solo cause it has to be voting in addition to dot 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 you say voting has to be a part of your solution but not the only solution and when it's marketed to black people it's marketed as this is the thing that's going to fix all it's like no this is the thing that will help or aid in fixing along with you know and doing all this other stuff. And it's more than just voting in, you know, for the presidential, you got to vote for the primaries and do all that other stuff. And like, you got to be in there, man. I'm saying you got to get, get in there and vote for your, your governors and your senators and your Congress folks. What is it? Every two years or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then you got to do your food. Like you gotta, gotta go local. You know what I'm saying? Gotta, you just gotta pay attention to it more, but that's not the only thing. So vote but also do your research and figure out other ways that you can contribute you know what i'm saying to the community and to to bring about change so but that's my only issue as far as voting i just feel like they always push it as like a solo act and that's not really how that's going to work it's a good point we hold the truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal lies <laughs> or as they say now cap cap yep that's the one big cap big cap that's the big cap that's captain america no, I'm just... <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I, I just felt I it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. It was just, it was just a toss-up between whether I was going to say it first or you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was good. It fit. They lied. They lied. And they still out here lying. But that's why they want to get rid of the history. Shauna said, Shauna said in the last show that 
they trying to raise the voting age because the majority of the people that voted in this last election was between the ages of 18 and 28. So because of the fact that it was so many young people that voted, Gen Zers that voted, now they trying to raise the voting age. Was that Was that a compliment? Yes it is. To my Gen Zers. My babies. Let me give us one of these right here. This is Roman Gen Z. Yeah, it's pat on the back. Matter of fact, let me let me turn around so you can see. Where <laughs> my Gen Z is right there. Yeah, y'all so, showed up. Y'all showed up, and the fact that y'all Gen Z is are now more, you know, open and. and... Uh, going too far. <laughs> just, just, like, yeah, let's, just, let's, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> I'm going too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely you go way too far. You go way too far. Just, like, you, you niggas voting. Let niggas don't even, that don't even niggas put voting. that in the episode. Right. Don't even put that in the episode. Just yeah. Well, I'm niggas. just saying. Well, Gen Z is a a little more. No. Gen Zers are a little more willing to vote. Yeah, there we go. No, they're more willing to vote, but they're more open to like the LGBTQ. You know, that's what I mean. They're more open minded. Yeah, open-minded. That's what uh, I mean. That, it's a... Yeah, nah. Niggas is willing I don't even to know vote. if I'd use open-minded. Like, we're so smart, yet so dumb. We have no sense of... Reality. Yeah. Like, everything is... Like I said earlier in the group chat, so unreal. Like... It just relationship, even with Shanquilla is her name? Shanquilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with that, like your friend, you know what I'm saying? Like everything is so, that's so it just it's scares unreal. me. It's so, that scares me so much. I just don't be around nobody. It's, it's... social media. Man. That, that's, that story breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It does. Because <clears throat> I'm just like, she went out of town you know, trying to have fun and literally lost her life, you know? And it just shows, I mean, even though she she is a Gen Z, Gen Zer, she went out of town where her college, I ain't even gonna call them friends, but she went out of town with her college peoples. But um, she thought that she was safe at the end of the day we gotta teach we gotta teach each other and I, I i blame i blame us who else are you gonna blame realistically but can't can't no can't nobody younger than me say that they have ever been in my presence and i have not schooled them Thanks. even if i don't know you <laughs> all, my friend, all my friends that have like came over or you at an event or something they all rock with you You'd be like oh your mom is so dope and it's, it's like yeah Oh, oh, bless your heart, sweeties. Oh, my sweet babies. My sweet babies. There's the baby boomer. (laughs) Shut up, Noe. (coughs) Got that that pack of (laughs) cool. You know, I'm still trying to get over my COVID. I still got the COVID cough. Oh, man. Oh, my nerves. You know, my nerves. You the lozenge? 
I do, though. You know, I... <coughs> so where we at? Your Gen Zers? Y'all did the thing with the voting. But now we just got to get y'all um on point. We we all need it because some of my Gen Xs, we, we all... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's across the board. Yeah. Millennials, yeah, we all yep. need to. Yep. Cross the board. Gotta do better. <clears throat> it seemed like some people too sensitive. Yep. And then some people are just not sensitive enough. Not it's sensitive at all. Yeah. It's very polarizing, to be honest. Oh, because I told Chris earlier, Instagram got me in Instagram jail. Why? I can't. I can't post. I don't know. Hmm. Instagram's arbitrary rules. Said something about the Jews. I guess. I, I put I put Semitic in my one of my hashtags and one of my last hashtags. And I guess, like this oh. black woman said she's a Jew. <laughs> he was like, shut it down. And they was like, tell us if you think we made a mistake. <clears throat> I was like, tell us. <laughs> and they was like, oh well. <laughs> Did you send an email back saying that you were Ashkenazi? <laughs> they don't even they don't even give you a chance to email. There's nothing to email. It's just tell us if you've made a mistake. And then you press tell us and then it just disappears. Psych. <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> tell us. And that's it. There's you no press it, it should have a gift that come up. They'd be like, got him. <laughs> There's no, there's no like customer service number, nothing, no chat, no nothing. That's just terrible. Social I can, I can, I, I can't like, I can't comment on anything. I can share a story, but I can't post. I can't like, and I can't comment. I can DM, but I can't do anything else. Oh, well, see what I'm saying? We don't own nothing. I can't even do, use my Jewish card and call Zuckerberg and be like, listen, listen Mark, it's Lahayim. Lahayim here. Come bang this thing out, baby. <laughs> hey, man, hey. <laughs> I can't even I can't even use my Jewish card. That's what I'm saying. No, he said all the Jewish people he know got money. No, that's a yo. And I, I, when I said that, I was, I spent time and thought about thought the about Jewish it. people who I've come in contact with, grew up with, know now or whatever. They all, and I'm talking about, so we're talking about kids I grew up with, people who I've met through work, um, doctors who own practices, do whatever, whatever it might be. All the money's got money. I did not inherit none of that. I ain't get none of that. Nothing. It's actually kind of funny when, not funny, but it's very interesting to think about. Like, because when I sat down, I was just like, yo, I don't know any folks who are Jewish. And when I say that, what I'm saying is people who have expressed to me 
that they are Jewish. So if I don't, if I know you and you've never said, hey, I'm Jewish, so, and I don't know and you don't have money, not talking about you. But all of the folks who I know that are Jewish all have money. You ain't never went to the store to one of your Jewish friends and be like, yo, I don't have my wallet on me. You mind buying this for me? And they'd be like, nah, I'm broke, though. Like, you ain't never hear that ever in life. I think there's a few things that Black people have to do. I was thinking about this for the last few days. Number one, I don't know how you do these things, and I don't know how much these things cost to do. But the same way you have something like Macy's, you need a Macy's for Black-owned stores. Like, if somebody could develop or whatever. You know what? I'm going to Google it and see how you can create something like that. Like a Black Wall Street. I yeah, mean, we have, but I'm just starting the, with they have the We Buy Black. Like my my store is on We Buy Black. My store is on We Buy Black. And but that's you can, the thing, though. That's the hard part because a lot of what everybody does is obviously internet based. But I also feel like you need like a brick and mortar cool place yeah, 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 where yeah, people yeah, can yeah. walk in and it's just like this is like the black owned company headquarters. It doesn't matter what it is like. This is the Black Macy's. All right, you can get bags, school clothes. Because if you go to Target, like they sell black stuff in a lot of places. Like I go to yeah, Walgreens Tar and Target black. has Target has their um, black uh, section. But it's not like when you walk in, there's a sign that says black, black section stuff. here. <laughs> it's just like you have to know what you're looking for to some degree. Where you know what I'm saying, and the same thing that's in every store. But if you just had a place where it was like, I know when I open these doors, ain't nothing but black people in here buying stuff and selling stuff like this works you know what i'm saying like because like all the black people who i know who've done clothing lines and it's all like yeah i sell stuff you know out of 100 bins you know what i'm saying in my attic you know so when mm -hmm. people order i ship whatever and that's mm -hmm. great but if you had a place as opposed to like people who got to do pop-up shops you know what i'm saying and you go here you know a place in brooklyn or here or whatever if there was a small like mall or an outlet where it was just like until it grows into something you know what i'm saying where people would just be like yo that's you know the sea collective store over there and you know that's this black owned store and you know what i'm saying that's whoever but that's very that's very hard to do because of the overhead and because of the fact that a lot of times we don't have the support that we need to sustain a brick and mortar. And that's why Facts. we may open, but we don't stay open. And that's why my fellow rappers and NBA players and NFL players, and those making 50 and $60 million a year, need some of that money. You know what I'm saying? Help your boy out. Well, help me out, sure. But I mean, just the people, the community in general. And I know a lot of them do different things. But something like that, like if you could create something, that would be, I think uh, J.R. Smith said it. He was just like, yo, why are we playing basketball at LA Fitness? And he was just like, yo, not to count anybody's pockets. You make 200, you make 150, you make 150. I got money. Like there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to just go to a bank and be like, yo, we got $50 million right here or whatever it is that you need. We gonna build our own gym. Like why are, gym. why are we why are we waiting that would be a dope idea you know, that so would just be like, a dope what are we idea. waiting for why are we going to la fitness he's with just like wherewithal to do that stuff man it's just like we could sit here or not us specifically but people like jr smith and you know these dudes with the bread all day and talk about it but 
Where's the fire to want to do stuff like that? Is like I don't. Would you? Would y'all go and pay a, mem- a membership at an all basketball um, gym? For that, sure. That has yeah. like a basketball. I used to only go to the gym to play ball. I, I know. I, I remember. For hours. I remember. I wasn't working out. I walked past all the machines. <laughs> they go downstairs. They go right downstairs mm-hmm. to the gym. And it's not yeah. like you got to open a spot that's only for black people, but it's right. just, it's black owned. Yeah. No, you know that's saying? a dope idea. For sure. An all basketball gym. So you can lift weights and stuff if you want to, whatever the case may be. But it's just like, yo, man, like the more people that you can get together to collectively, you know, crowdfund or whatever you want to call it, it's just like, yo, the more success we'll have. And then you can start one spot and then as time goes you know if you can move this thing somewhere else move it somewhere else expand and all this other stuff so i mean i think there's a lot of stuff that we can do and then that's one thing and then i just think black people just have to kind of realize like yeah you might not own everything but your power is in your consumership so like you're the reason that these niggas is rich so if you just say you know what i'm not spending my money with you this Christmas or whatever. And I think we need to let Nike know that we don't appreciate because that that little interview that that um, executive did and how he talked about Kyrie, nigga, kick rocks because I went shopping the other day and I had I had every opportunity to buy Nike stuff for my child. And I was just like, "Eh, kept it pushing. Ain't gonna get no money from me no more. And I love Air Maxes. That's that that sneaker is the sneak because of the way my feet are. That sneaker is the only sneaker that is comfortable on my feet when I walk. You better get you some Doctor Scholes. <laughs> I look. I, I'm I'm being wearing some. I don't know what. <laughs> About to be out here in some Asics. <laughs> no, 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 no. But for real, Asics guys has some uh, dope sneakers. And them sneakers that Chris had um, just bought, them felines Chris had just bought, them joints is so cute. I was like, okay. Hmm. That's I'm going to be... Nike and Adidas yeah. monopolizing the market. Like, there's other brands that are making quality stuff now. Same and now thing that, with cars. Like, now that Lauren London has her Puma, um, Puma deal, joint, yeah. definitely support <laughs> Lauren. Puma was like, Push the Nipsey now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's our time. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as I saw her come out with that, I was like, perfect time, Lauren. So who Puma got? Puma got London slash Nipsey. They got Rihanna, I think. Meek. Okay. I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, obviously, Steph Curry got Under Armour locked. I just don't like their stuff, though. Same. If I was a football player, I think they do great stuff for, for football. Nice. As far as basketball, like, I'm just... No. Nah. He opened a door for, the you know, the next wave of... Nigga, I still players. wear Ad one Oh, for real? <laughs> I got all Ad one boxes some right one now. Somewhere. I definitely still have some Ad one shorts over And Ad one been dead for a minute. Nigga, I ordered Ad one boxes couple months ago brand new joints fire i have like six or seven pair of air maxes um new balance i have 
think one pair of New Balance, but I got like three pairs of Adidas, you know. But I don't listen, I don't mind. I got I don't mind going going elsewhere. Yeah, neither small do I. Sacrifice. Very small. And I wouldn't even call it sacrifice. It ain't no sacrifice. I wouldn't. I've already. I don't, and I only start, started wearing the Air Maxes because of when I was teaching. Right, was, right, right, right. It was comfortable for when I would dance. It's, I'm not teaching no more, so I ain't got to worry about it. It's going to be hard for people to let go of Air Force One, though. It's like a cultural staple. Just find a different thing. I find something else. We know that. I'm cool with that. And I bought the, I don't even, I wore them once. I bought it for a trip, but I never, I don't even think I wore them on the trip. I think I <laughs> warmed the dinner and took them off. Well, my son, my son has come out with a whole bunch of black sneaker designers. I save them joints every time he posts. Yeah, that um, you could just go to them and, and a lot of them are real good, real nice. Like I usually I used to buy my wife bags all the time. Like I buy her Louis Vuitton bags or like MCM stuff or just a bunch of like expensive crap or whatever. And then I was just like, yeah, no, I ain't doing it anymore. And then I started buying her Telfar bags. But that was at the that's the only black company I know that at the time that did that, that was making handbags that were like comparable you know, to other stuff. I just I just found out what Telfar was. Telfar is black owned. Did not know that. That's the circle with the two T's in Yeah, with like the T thing in it. So it's like a I, T. That... I didn't know what Telfar was until like maybe two weeks ago. And it was actually interesting too, because when I was looking, I was looking up like black owned bags when I was shopping for, I think, for a birthday last year. And I was just like, yo, where can I get a black owned bag? And then it popped up. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, I was like, so. And then you saw pictures of like, Beyonce and other black celebrities with their bags and doing all this stuff. I'm like, y'all niggas ain't wearing this stuff enough. So where we at? What we got? What do you mean? Change is coming. Matter of fact, change ain't even coming. Change is here. Just got to keep going. Change is here. All their stuff is sold out. I'm looking on their website right now. All of their bags is sold out. Every color, every size is sold out. It's Christmas. Everything oh, is sold true, out. True Everything is sold out. I can't get nothing. <laughs> Everything is sold out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can show you one right now if you want to see it. Yeah, let me see it. Oh, oh you keep your tote bags inside your tote bag? Oh, okay. Is that a bag bag or is that another tote bag? No, this is the bag. That's the tote. The bag. That's the tote, right? Yeah, it's the tote. Yeah. Oh, it's oh you didn't you didn't give it to her yet? Yeah, she just hasn't used it. Oh, the niggas, it's been in the pandemic. <laughs> 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 Yo, every bag is literally in the closet, still in this drink. I think she probably used like one of them drinks. Like all you... the new stuff is still in the closet, wrapped up. But yeah, this joint is this joint is actually kind of big too. Yeah, that's a nice size. You know, I love me a good tote. Because I just be putting everything in them joints. Nothing on that bag better rip. Why you say that? For the price? 
That better be the strongest material. That better be vibranium on that bag. You stupid. Shout out to Telfar. Feel free to send them products. <laughs> Showcase yeah, that's your business. What's up. It's actually funny. You know how I found out about them? How? Nas. Oh, word? King's oh, Disease that, 2 those, album. Those, those, boots King's is, one. those boots are everything, too. He was um, he was rapping. He was just like, he said, I don't remember what he said. He's like, I don't buy something. He was just like, do something with the Telfar bag. That's a Black-owned company. And I just started Googling. Go Nas. Shout out to Nazia. King's Disease 3, out now. Go stream it, buy it, do whatever. Classics. And man, it's four for four. So, oh, yeah. Batting a thousand. Just need these young whippersnappers to learn how to respect their elders. Debaters, <clears throat> after everything that we done spoke about today, what was your take on the Black Panther Kukulkan? <laughs> you gotta get like that knock in the voice. That that that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they do that so fast. Like that just mad weird. I can't even do it. Kukulkan and Wakanda Forever and the gentrification. <laughs> 5,000 lashes. <laughs> the gentrification of it all. Yeah. And Chris is, Chris is now a published album cover photographer out here. He is, his work is now published as an album cover an underground artist named Josiah the Gift Josiah the Gift coming out on vinyl probably coming at the out. end of the year that's like right top of next year Instagram name out. is Josiah the Gift Chris Shotted is my Instagram handle interact hip hop Famous oh, out here, you know what I'm saying? He's got two pages. Yeah. You know, yeah. he out here, he out here in these streets. You know, he published. You know. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm proud. That's that Gen Z. Pat you on the back. Turn around. <laughs> Pat you. Pat you. <laughs> Pat you on the back. So yeah, debaters, let us know what you think about Kukulkan. Kukulkan. Yeah. Not to be confused with Kukulkan. And if I open up a black-owned mall, y'all gonna come shop there. Facts. That's a really good idea, though. Seriously. That is. And I'm actually thinking about that basketball gym. Think about how many kids in the hood that benefit. Listen, cause I, I've been, I've been trying, cause I've been trying to get mommy to do that, um, that dance that, school, that yeah, performing arts school since she left, since before she retired. Need to let it go. <laughs> Tk, yeah, so I've been trying to get her to do that since freedom, but I'm gonna Google uh, it. I'm gonna Google it. See yeah. how much money we need for it. a gym and a mall. If we uh, if there was a black-owned mall, 
If there was a black Macy's, would you shop there? If there was a black LA Fitness, would you go there? And are y'all willing to donate to this? I'm not going to call it a GoFundMe. We're going to call it a crowdfund. Because it could be, it could, it could be, um, investment opportunity, like a franchise, a franchise opportunity, like especially as far as the how they have LA Fitness locations all over. Requires an extra step with land ownership, though. Well, you know, that's something that uh, I've been talking about since. Freedom, freedom, I can't. That's that's something we got to go back and watch the founder. There's a few gems in there. Yeah, I think one, if you can secure enough money from banks or investors, like I feel like in cases like this, and I could be totally wrong, but in my mind, I feel like if I was going to ask a bank or somebody to invest money in a plan like this, like I ain't asking for $50,000. Like I'm going to ask for a lot of money for one reason. And for, I think not one reason, but one main reason, I feel like if I go to somebody who has these connections and the finances to back it and all this extra stuff, if you give me a million dollars, not only are you investing, but because you're investing so much money, you too are going to see to it that this thing is successful just as much as I will. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a sense. heck of an idea, though, or a heck of a pitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, but it. even even to get the the investment, you have to have capital. Capital, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I you mean, we ain't doing this tomorrow, but no, I'm just saying, <laughs> just getting a business loan, like that's one thing that Umar said. They'll give you a, a car loan. They'll give you a house loan. They'll give you a student loan, but they don't want to give you no business loan. Believe me, I've been in business for five years. To get a business loan, that joint is damn near impossible. And to get a substantial business loan, even if you have the designation of a of a woman-owned and a minority-owned business, and I did my designations within the federal. Um... Now you got to hit up Serena Williams' company. <clears throat> Serena Williams, she has an investment company where she gives out where she invests in black females, black black female business owners. I did hear about that. Shout yeah. out to the goat. Shout out to the G-O-A-T. Anyway, we done covered a whole bunch today. We got we got we got some chicken nuggets up in here. We got some golden nuggets up in here. Anyway. Sound like Thurgood when he hit the wheel. <laughs> <and I, laughs> it's like, ah, ah. shut up. Hit that Maui Wowie. <laughs> <laughs> kill, kill her, B. Anyway, 
when life is hard, you pick up that car. <laughs> <with the sun. laughs> I'm into the moon. I can live. Until next time, we don't know what the topic is going to be, but you can bet your bottom dollar. Can you even breathe right now? No. <laughs> my my pump is upstairs. <laughs> my pump. <laughs> no, how about, how about you? I need to take a seat on this one, champ. Uh, I'll, 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 you know it. You know it. Oh, I'll take you a seat. I'll take a seat. No matter what the topic is, <laughs> you can bet your by golly wow debaters that it will be up for debate. That's it. Right there. Dabra. Until next Good time. Good Dabra. <laughs> Good. Dabra.